Hey guys, welcome back to Supermoment S. It is Saxy, it's your boy Fine, and then we're joined today by the lovely, the voluptuous Kriven. Kriv, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing well. Awesome. Uh, Kriv has been brought in, he is a video game specialist in some titles that we don't know about, and he's also a dear friend at heart to me. So thanks for coming, buddy. No problem. Uh, Finn, you doing all right? I'm doing pretty good. Ah, awesome, happy to hear it. So today we are finally going to start breaking down Game Informer's 300th issue, it was released in April of 2018, and what they had done was they sent out their top picks for the top 300 games. We're looking at this list that has been broken down by the moments that Game Informer has had with them, and they've placed the games in their favorites, doesn't matter the category, doesn't matter anything besides enjoyment of the game. And we're going to be picking apart the game, not so much for enjoyment purposes, but what the game has done for video games as a whole. And has it sold well? We're looking more towards the technical side of the game. So we're taking a list that's already butchered by someone else's opinion. And we are analyzing it from more of a statistic standpoint. Think we can do it? Hope so, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a dig. Uh, this is our Dog. third time. I like that. It's our third time uh, going about the recording. But we think we've nailed it with this one. So please uh, tune Hope in. So. It was gonna be an April thing. <laughs> <laughs> Finn, you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. So All right. Just, just to start off, we're gonna do a blanket note over the top of everything. If it's a title that the three of us haven't played, and instead of going through and be like, "Yeah, no, we haven't played that one. Yeah, no, we haven't played that one," we're just gonna skip over all that. We went through the list, we put it into our own sheet, and we took out all the games we haven't played. So we're gonna be jumping from numbers that we've played from. So we'll go from 299 to 295. Yes, so we'll we're just be skipping over skip a lot. Skipping all of those, so you don't have to hear us draw on and make us feel like fools for not playing certain. Do you games. remember how many titles we're going through today? We have a hundred and sixty titles. Exactly, I believe so. On the yep. dot. Wow, nice. Okay, so one hundred sixty out of three hundred. So remember that one hundred and forty games don't belong on this list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's don't spoil it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> all right, let's get started then. You guys ready to go? Yep. Sounds good. Okay. We're going to start with number 299 because we don't know what number 300 is. And I just want to remind you guys if there are any games on this list that you feel like we should play or any series that we should play, let us know. Yeah, reach out. Yeah, absolutely. We do know there's a few. We yes. are ready to be scolded for some. <laughs> but let <laughs> us know your the opinion. HD remixes of others. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Uh. 299, we have Wii Sports. I'm going to look straight to Kriven on this one. All right, Wii Sports definitely should be on the list, and maybe it should actually be higher on the list. Agreed. Just because it was the real uh, bridge between the casual and hardcore gaming audiences. I, I could see MLG happening with Wii Sports. <laughs> you know, if, if it came out later when the internet and the gaming community Dude, was Wii a little Sports bit larger. Wii Sports with online? Oh my goodness, that'd Ooh. be fantastic. Especially the boxing one? <sighs> yeah. yeah. Make sure your double A's are charged. Oh, man. We might have just found the arms killer. <laughs> that <laughs> not wrong there. Um, anything you would like to add on that one? No, not really. Yep. Wii Sports definitely should be on the list, yeah, and I, uh, I will agree should be higher. Yeah. You know, or at a higher value. I yeah, think it should be say. probably in the top 100, honestly. Arguably, yes. Yes. And 150 for me. <laughs> Moving on. We are now at 295, which is Infamous. Has Have either of you dabbled with Infamous? I have not played no. Infamous. This was probably my first game i watched more than played and my younger brother would play it on the playstation 3 and it looked hella fun um <laughs> just you are this superpower being going through a 
like New York City style modern city and you can choose to be good or evil. It's all up to you. Obviously, you choose the side of good, you're not going to be as strong because that's how it works in superhero roles anywhere. Well, um, I mean, that creates a drama. Your villain has to be more powerful. That's absolutely true. And it, it's super fun to watch and I could see myself going back to play it on the PlayStation 3 even today. So that's all I really wanted to say for that title. Uh, should it be on the list? Absolutely. Is it worthy of being above Wii Sports? Not yet for me. <laughs> Let's move on to it. We have 293, Monster Hunter World. I'm looking straight to fine. Fine. What do you think? So it, we're going to eventually at some point do a podcast on Monster Hunter World. So I don't want to take away from it. that and talk too, talk too much about it. But it's really hard to judge where on the list this game should have been placed because it's so new. It hasn't had the time to really be felt out, have the beginning things of a new game being worked out and all sorts of things like that. But having played it as much as I have, and it's one of those games where I started playing it, I was like, ah. Uh, but then I was still going, ah, as I continued to play it. And like, ah, why am I still playing this? Ah. And it's it's a lot of fun. And I think it, I, I would definitely put it higher on the list than some of the other games that I know are up there. Yeah. So. But... Fair. Have you? You haven't touched that game, have you? No, Chris? I haven't played any Monster Hunters. No. Honestly, uh... it made me sad. I don't want to kill them. I want to train them. Not to, <laughs> <laughs> not to spoil um the podcast we do on monster hunter but follow finn simulator 9000 that's what that game <laughs> was and boy howdy does he like to walk finn let's, city let's let's move <laughs> it's pretty good 292 we have heroes of the storm yep so i played this because overwatch was doing a thing where if you played heroes of the storm you'd get skins in overwatch right I remember and that. i started playing it and i had a friend who played it and that was the way you had to do it. You had to play with friends. You had to play 10 matches with friends. You got the skin in game. And yeah, I played it for three matches and that was that. <laughs> three matches and you were done? <laughs> yep. Didn't finish it. Man, didn't get the you skin. That? No. Yeah, I've, I skipped over it myself and uh, I do like World of Warcraft. I'm a fan of Blizzard, but... See, yeah. I don't like Blizzard much, but I really love crossovers. So I wanted to play it because it was like Blizzard Smash Bros, but I just never yeah, did. It, it was very much so that way. Oh, wow. Yep, okay. Tracer's playable in Heroes of the Storm. Didn't know that. Yep. Wowzers, okay. Some StarCraft characters, I think. Yep, there, there are a whole bunch of characters in there that are Maybe from... try it out then. Yeah, that, it's, it's oh, still to played a lot today. No? So. I, to be honest, I thought it was like a tabletop card game. No, that's, <laughs> um, which one is that? Is that remember. Hearthstone? Hearthstone, yeah, yes. That, that's Hearthstone. All right, 291, we're on to Mist. Have I'm you either of you? Uh, no. Now, what I do know of Mist is Krug had mentioned it to me, and he he liked it so much, he bought me the CD-ROM for it so I could play it on my PC. CD. I don't have a CD reader yeah. on my PC. But the game, I've seen footage of it. looks interesting enough, and I could see it. You know, when was this game released? It says forever ago. 93. Wow. Yep. Calling me old? Born in 92. Jeez. I'm a 91 kid, man. Oh, yeah. You are old. So, I am old. All right. Now, <laughs> my time. <laughs> you baby. <laughs> <laughs> Something I'd like to play for sure. I do have the CD-ROM, and it will be downloaded ASAP as possible. <laughs> Moving on to 290, we have DDR, Dance Dance Revolution. Fi- fine? Yeah. 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 I This was the one game I could play competitively against my sisters. He can't boogie down, but he can DDR. I, <laughs> I can DDR. And mind you, I cannot DDR as well as my sisters can because that was the one game they're like, we're not letting him beat us in because they're older than me. And yeah. they were much... Yeah. yeah, and they, they never let me win. They were always better. But 
it was it was still fun to be able to have a game to play with my sisters. So high score. What does that mean? Did I break it? What what? For those of you that know ga- Grandma's Boy, it's oh. uh, <laughs> Nick Swartzen's famous line when he demolishes the challenger in that scene. Oh my goodness! Um, I remember it now. That scene in Grandma's Boy is one of the top picks for me. It's not the top pick, but it's absolutely awesome to see Nick Swartzen rip it up on the DDR. <laughs> Uh, anything you want to add, Chris? Uh, no, not really. Good. I haven't played it. All right. Now, we have NHL 09 on this list at 289, <laughs> wow. and we are going to lump all of the sports games here right now. And we're going to say that none of them are as good as Nicktoons MLB. So, I agree. Agreed. I've never <laughs> played it, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> You've got SpongeBob and professional baseball players on the same field. Oh, fantastic. Wasn't yep. there an NBA one you were just mentioning earlier? There was um, NBA Street V3 on the GameCube has yep. Mario, Luigi, and Peach. Oh, fantastic. And they're yep. also in a snowboarding game. For and they are not year. on this list, are they? No. <laughs> so no. This is where Game Informer falls short. Now, sports games, you made a great statement earlier when we were trying to record this. What do you consider, are, are sports games at oh. all similar to playing the sport? Um, yeah, so the problem with a lot of sports games is that it's not sports simulator. It doesn't feel like you're playing the sport. It feels like you're watching it on TV. It's doing its hardest to look like a televised sports game, and that's yeah. nowhere near as engaging. No. And a lot of people like to pick on the people who only play, like, Mario sports games, but those try to be good games. Yes. And even when they absolutely. take out the powers, they're trying to replicate the feel of playing the game. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mario Sluggers was a very fun title for me on the yeah. GameCube. Uh, I would... I didn't even have a memory card when I first started playing that game, and I would just build the strongest teams I could, <laughs> play for a few hours, and I'd turn off the system, start again the next day. And that I did that for weeks on end one summer, I remember. Good, everyone with Melee. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So, sports games as a whole, I mean, should they be on this list? Somewhere. I don't know. I don't really want to pick through which titles, because I... You know, it's just re-releases. It's, There's... I was going to say, it's really hard to pick from one year to the next. Like, yeah, they've added new things, and they've taken old. and Subtle increases, made, yeah. They've made the graphics better, but I remember playing FIFA 09, and I would still play that FIFA 09 over all the other versions because that was the one that I played the most, and that was the one I enjoyed the most, and that was the one I could win it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. And even that, that's a decision ruled more by nostalgia. Yeah, really. exactly. So if you think about it, they pull out all these random years they're just like oh this version of mlb this version of fifa and whatever and they try to justify it by saying well this version redefined the series but it's not the best version of that game no. so why is it really on that list because mm-hmm. the later versions have all the same stuff and then better yeah. so, so it's almost as if game informer just enjoyed that title thoroughly right it's, and like, that was just the one that stuck for them the bias yep. is super heavy i could see that for sure yep Let's move on then. So that is sports games, and we are going to try to sway away from sports games as we move on. Um, 288, we have Duke Nukem 3D. Finn? Nope. Uh, so Duke Nukem 3D, for the voice lines in it, the catchphrases that he come, <laughs> they come up with is awesome. Uh, there is one boss fight where <laughs> Duke Nukem states to this giant monster. You're in the middle of a football stadium, and the monster is, like, it, he's massive. He's towering inside the... Uh, Right in the middle of the field, and Duke Nukem states, I'm going to rip off your head and shit down your throat. <laughs> and if you do but defeat the monster, the boss fight, he, there's just like, I remember the clip, it's like a little cutscene of Duke Nukem with the monster's head ripped off, and he's just sitting there holding a newspaper, whistling the <laughs> national anthem. <laughs> and it's just... <coughs> 
I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know, just how they dig into that, their sense of humor, the creators, and just put it yeah. into the game. And I wish the remake was better. I wish it didn't go through seven different developers, you know? I wish that it, well, it could still be something, but fun game, super fun game, and definitely something I can think back on Do you playing think PC a modern years. Duke Nukem game would get bad scores just because of how sensitive game journalists seem to be right now? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> because of the just boo, you know, dark humor that they right produce. Yep. But appreciated. I mean, 90s. the fan base. That's that's kind of what they ask for, you know. Yeah. And I would be so happy to see it again. Um, we're on the two eighty seven Splinter Cell Blacklist. I think that's also all you. That is yeah. all me. Yep, Splinter Cell Blacklist. It was sort of a sequel to Conviction, and I thoroughly enjoyed Conviction. But to me, Blacklist just offered too much content. Does that make any sense? Yeah, um, yeah. I can. I, I can think understand it that. can, especially if it spread itself too thin and none of the content was satisfying. There was, you know, I really do like my self shooters, and that was thoroughly enjoyable. But to me, the drawback on Splinter Cell Blacklist was you no longer had a menus to go through to get from level to level. You now had this mothership and you had to go to the mission table to find which mission you'd like to do. And it was like, okay, now that I'm finally here, which mission would you like to do? Because there's seven of them, but if you choose these two, you won't be able to do these four. And so I could see the replayability. Uh, There was also an extensive co-op mode I never got to dabble with, unfortunately, but from what I did play in the series, it was enjoyable. Should it be top 300. Yes. Should it be so high 200s? Was it 287? from closed door syndrome. Yeah. And it just, it was something that deserved or needed. It required a lot of time. And that's what threw me off. Mm-hmm. Where conviction was, here's a 10 to 12 mission story. Play it how you'd like. You know, you're going to go A to B. And that was fun to me. That was, you know, different ways to approach every situation. That's what nice. I liked about the series. Uh, moving on to 281, we have Raymond Legends. Finn? Nope. No. Kriven? Um, I haven't played either of the modern Rayman games, but I really want to. Yes. Um, and I, mean, I know they've made enough splashes to deserve a spot on the list. Right. And I think this one was offered Games with Gold one month for Xbox 360 users. And I think I played it for a day. One, <laughs> one sitting. It was fun. I really do like the Rayman series, and uh, I have been meaning to get into what's the new one on Xbox One. Um, I think Legends is the new one. Yes. You mix it up with Origins. Uh, yes. Yep. Okay, yes, absolutely. I did that last time we tried to record last this, too. two yes. times. <laughs> My I'm goodness. glad you did it again. I was afraid <laughs> it would be lost. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for not bringing it up. Uh, 278, we have Darksiders. I'm looking at you, Finn. Darksiders, Darksiders title. Okay. Darksiders holds a spot dear to me. I've played it a lot. I've actually played Darksiders 2 more than I've played Darksiders 1. But because I played Darksiders 2 so much, I was like, alright, I, I have to play Darksiders 1. And so I started playing Darksiders 1. And it, it feels very smooth having played Darksiders 2 to go to Darksiders 1. Yeah. And which made me like it even more that I could kind of go backwards in the series and still understand what was going on within the game and being able to continue to play it made me really happy. I liked that they did a remastered edition to it. Right. Um, and it it's definitely a fun game. I've yet to beat it because there's it's a longer game right. than I'm used to. Like, yeah, there's a lot of content and they, there's DLC to do. 
So, but uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I would I would say should it's, it be two seventy eight? It's once again, if I didn't know what titles were ahead of it in yeah. this thing, I would say it's accurately placed. But knowing what titles are in front of it, I would definitely disagree. put it disagree and put yeah. it higher than some of the titles ahead. Gotcha. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think well said, uh, Criven. Do you have anything to add on Dark Side? No, sorry. Or? Yep, I'm with you there. There was a game with gold. I think it's downloaded on my Xbox 360, and then yeah. that's it. I got it on my Wii U, and I think through a Humble Bundle, but I've never touched it. Great. Moving on to 277, we have Paper Mario. Finn? Nope. Oh, Kevin. boy. Boy, howdy. Now, Here we Paper go. Mario, A, deserves to be way, way, way higher on the list. We're yeah. talking, like, top 20, gotcha. maybe top 10. Okay. But the, the cool thing about Paper Mario is that it kind of spat in Shigeru Miyamoto's face and said, we're doing story and character development. You know? Yeah. Uh, gameplay, be damned. The gameplay is excellent, though. But what Paper Mario shines at is the character and world building. And for the first time since the Deke cartoons, you feel like there's actually substance to the Mario universe. And lore. And yep, and behind. lore. And I just love thinking about, like, if... Did either of you ever watch, uh, like, four kids watch Sonic X and One Piece and all that? No, Curvy I right not. back at you. Nope. Well, I've seen a lot of memes about them. Does that count for anything? <laughs> no, but I can imagine in that lineup an anime adaptation of Paper Mario. Oh, just Mario yeah. on an adventure, all his little sidekicks running around behind them, right. the theme song smiling and all that crap. Yeah, And it absolutely. would be fantastic. And uh, I man, can see that. You know, you and I, that was one of our earliest conversations together was just talking lore of Super Mario World and the... Yep. We were talking about is it Torpedo Ted? On is that what his <laughs> yeah, name is? Yeah, yeah, Torpedo Ted. Yeah. Yep. The um. So that's Bullet Bill. That's only, only underwater in one episode. Uh, in one, one level. level. Yep. And I remember that my first time seeing him was as an adult, and it blew me away because well, I was trying to get the ninety six exits. Um, right. On Super Mario World. I don't even remember if that level is in the original. Like I think Torpedo Ted was not in the Super Nintendo version. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the American, at least North American, yeah. yes. Because I remember for the longest time, like Torpedo Ted only existed in the enemy scroll at the end, or at oh, least wow. it seemed like it. That would make sense. Uh, I don't believe so, because I think he. Uh, I'd have to go back and play it. But before we start talking about Super Mario World, it's just Paper Mario has done a great job yep. instilling some more. And it's lore. like the, the only game really that should challenge Paper Mario's position is a uh, Thousand Year Door. Okay, you know I have yet to play either. Um. You might hate me for saying that, but... Well, I know you don't like turn-based games, so I don't know if yeah. I can recommend it, but the the battle system is very different from other JRPGs. You know, it is turn-based, but it's still got that Mario gimmicky stuff. Have you, Did you like Mario RPG? No, um, I did like... Uh, well, this is going to sound a little off, but I did like um, South Park Stick of Truth. See, I haven't turn based. That, but you might... You, it's, it's an you interactive turn-based style. You and should I try think, Paper Mario I'll before give it you go. write it off. Absolutely. I haven't read it. It's just... I've been waiting to find a copy well, I mean, at a decent if, if, price. Like the gameplay has turned you off. A Absolutely bit. not. Okay. Yep. There are some. Um, I will say, don't do it on virtual console. No. Because there's a lot of input lag. Have you seen my room? Do you think I will do that? <laughs> you, you, I don't know. I'm more genuine. I just know that the input lag uh, really messed me up when I tried it. Okay. You. I hear you there. So higher on the list is where you mark it. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. And we can move on to now. 276, we have Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Finn, do you have anything to add for that, Kriven? Nope. So Need for Speed, I think it's a great series. Uh, Hot Pursuit, in my opinion, 
should not be the top title on this list. You know, I if you're going to mention Need for Speed, the Underground series are huge with anyone around my age. Uh, just the soundtrack alone you can talk about. Okay, that's me. Done. Okay, so... We'll keep going. I'm just sure fun. there's more. Absolutely fun game. Uh, and... I, I just remember all my friends having that game, all of us being able to relate to it in middle school and even going on towards high school when it was an older title. I can still talk to my friends about it. Um, lots of hours in it. And I played on GameCube. I was also available on PlayStation, Xbox. Uh, 276, too high of a number for me. I would I'd rank it higher on the list with a lower number. Uh, arguably top 100 for me. Top 100 games, probably. Nice. But not Hot, hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit for me was... Well, you said Underground. Yes, I noticed underground. This, this list has been rather shy of adding uh, sub-franchises yeah. to, the, to the list in general. And when it does, it only picks the first game, even if that's not the most monumental. Uh, we are going to encounter that soon. Let's push on. Let's go to 274 now. We have Saints Row the Third. Finn? Nope. Nothing. Criven? No. That's my least favorite in the whole series. Here we are again. <laughs> uh, I feel like Saints Row 2 added on what needed to be added on from Saints Row 1. The third just got... It was it was Grand Theft Auto meets quirky, wacky, comical weapons and costumes and such. And, you know, it definitely oh. separated itself from being that open world, you versus the law, third-person shooter, but... Uh, to me, Saints Row the sec like Saints Row two. That's where that's where my bread and butter was. So it's like GTA with time splitters. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Uh, from what I've heard, it's time splitters. You haven't played time splitters? No, We're gonna have list. a fun day sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a date. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront is. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Two seventy four Saints Row the third. I'd put it one hundred to one fifty range. That's where I'd okay. put it. Um, going on to Star Wars Battlefront at 273, I'm looking straight to Finn for this one, because I know it's a title he knows. I've played this game a lot when I was hanging out with my cousins in Rhode Island. It was, it was, it was one of the games where we all had an equal skill level. Yeah. So it was a little more fun for us all to play than Halo, because when I played Halo with them, I was really bad, because I never got to play it unless I was with them. And because they played it all the time, I just always got constantly murdered. So it was just Halo wasn't a game where we could all have fun compete. playing yeah, compete. But going into Star Wars Battlefront, we could compete because we were all at the same level with it, and it was so much fun. Like the amount of things, different things you could do, be any type of character in the game. You could be Jedi, you could be Sith, like you could be everything. You could use whatever type of blasters you wanted. You could right. PvP was a thing. Like it was, it was a ton, ton of fun, and. Definitely, I definitely needs to be higher on the list for me because of it. It was the start of like what what should have been the start of a really good franchise of Star Wars games. Yeah, and I'm sad to say it did not go that way because I feel like it had a lot of potential. I feel like it had a lot of potential with where it started to where it could have gone to. And I, which is kind of sad to say, but it's kind of the fate of a lot of Star Wars. It's games. a lot it's unfortunate. Of, yeah, yeah. And they got Rogue Squadron too, for example. That yeah, didn't go on further. You get it with a lot with a lot of franchise games. Yeah, you know? I think the they're Batman a title. series. Yeah, they're buying a title and they're selling the title to a fan base that yep. already exists. Yep. Yeah, well, but you always get like this one version of, or one game in a in a franchise game that says this is what it could have been. Superman, Man of Steel, sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you get like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and then it stops it too. 
and it's like people have been clamoring for a new one forever. Yeah. Marvel yeah, versus Capcom. Uh, we did get a new one, but it's not like the old ones, you know? All the other people are upset about it. Yep. Yep. And, but yeah, so it's definitely a fun game. I would love to go back and play it at some point. Is 273 a good number for it? No. Yeah, I, I agree. I would definitely put it in like the 150 to 100 range. Right. I'm just going to bounce off what you said, you know? Very fun game to play growing up. Um, my first dabble with it was actually on PlayStation Portable. So when, okay. And that was Battlefront 2, which was just... It didn't feel like a solid port, but it was just fun to have that first-person shooter handheld, you know, mm-hmm. so early in life. And that's, <laughs> I mean, super fun. Super yep. fun title, for sure. Meanwhile, think about all the kids now growing up with a Switch. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I envy you, boys and girls, and tables, and whatever you subjectify yourself as. <laughs> so, 270, we have SSX3. Subjectify. Um, SSS, SSX3. That, are, are we counting that as a sports game? <coughs> kind of. Technically, it, yeah. Technically, yeah, but I think this sports game is a, different enough, and as I played it way more than any sports game I've ever played. Right. Because of this, you know, it's skiing, snowboarding, like, how can you not? Right. And the, the overboard fun tricks you could do when you hit that power-up level of a combo was just so much fun. And competing in a single race, you against your friend at the same time, who gets down fastest, like split screen, that was a yep. ton of fun. Loads Doing fun. it for tricks, who gets the highest Style score. Points, yep. yep. It was it was a lot of fun to play with friends. 1080 Avalanche was more my bread and butter because okay. that was just Nintendo 64 title. Yep. But I did dabble with SSX uh, whenever I went to a close friend's house, and it was, it's just an exciting, fun very fast paced you know, it is fast but there's also you got a little leeway to be you don't need to be really high skilled to no. pull off some of the stunts nope. obviously more playing you you can you know what to get away with in there and whatnot yep. too but still a very fun entry-level game um 270 to me is a high number should be yeah. lower on the list yeah, again agreed and but not not too i, no. I would put 150 200 yeah definitely is higher up than it is but not too much right. higher absolutely Kriven, anything to add or no not, not really i mean you, you mentioned the 1080 series and that always makes me think of wave race but that's about it okay yeah so we've gone through a good chunk right now of titles and i think we're gonna wrap this one up yep we're now at 269 <laughs> 69 and <laughs> as we uh We'll, we'll, we'll begin again very shortly but uh goodness for explicit rules now right yes <laughs> it's uh you know that's a good little dig in the list so far yeah um as we embark on this journey we would like to get into some sort of a rhythm and figure out how we can classify these games um obviously going to consider should it be on the list at that moment and like i said earlier in the episode kind of see the technical side of the series as well or how it sold and yep. somewhat or so on all that uh but i think that's a good dig so far yeah and i think we can start picking away at it some more today so hope you guys have enjoyed and just keep following see what see what we come up with <laughs> yeah i think that's that do you still want them to argue with us if they hear the title that we have not mentioned that is huge to them yeah if if there's a title that was in this section of the list that we didn't talk about please please reach out to us let us know why you liked that game what it meant to you your favorite moments in the game and because we want to hear those that's why we're doing this absolutely Kriven, you good yeah all right thank you for coming on and uh we'll be happy to have you again sounds good we'll be happy to be back
Ben? No, I think that's that. All right. Always happy to be here, guys. Appreciate it.